Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. Uh, three Martinis it is on this beautiful 2 2 2 2 2 Tuesday. Chad Vincent in for Greg uh, Corumbus, who I think is at Disneyland. Enjoying himself today. Uh, Jim Garrity is here. All right, Jim, uh, long time no talk since we've last spoken. The world's at war, and we must stop it through sanctions and taking away their pipeline. It's Chad, it's good to hear your voice again. And yeah, this is one of those days where you kind of have to look hard, look, look far and wide to find something good. But I think the fact that Germany has at least put a temporary halt on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline is good news. Uh, it is something that uh, both the Trump administration and the incoming Biden administration wanted. Uh, shortly after taking office, Biden, or at least Jen Psaki, made a few comments about it and nudged the Germans about it. And the German government said, no, no, we spent a lot of money building this pipeline running from Russia to Germany that will supply, I think at, at maximum capacity, it was going to be able to supply something like 40, nearly half of Germany's natural gas demand. Um, and the U.S. pointed this out. This makes Central Europe much more dependent on Russian energy supplies, which increases the leverage of Vladimir Putin and is not good for the NATO alliance or Europe or anything else. And so, the you know, after a while, I think it was around May of last year, the Biden administration kind of dropped their opposition, got a lot of grief for it from Republicans who felt like this was knuckling under to Putin. Um, there's been a little bit more talking about this over the last couple of weeks. And finally, I mean, now that, you know, Russia is moving uh, peacekeeping forces into certain parts of uh, disputed, but indisputably on the map, Ukrainian territory, uh, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and the German government are going to halt the certification process. Now, Chad, I'd like to say that's really good. But in the end, that's really just saying, well, we're going to slow down the paperwork. We put a halt on the paperwork. The pipeline is still there. Yeah, and and that's that's the big thing. It's semantics again, right? Semantics. Pipeline still there. Peacekeeping. Call it what you want. It's it's all still there, and it's going to be interesting. The sanctions that I saw the the, the Brits put in the you know the UK. What are we really going to do with the sanctions? And and I've heard and talked to several people, both in the military, the UN, and some of my sources have said that he has been planning this for almost a year and has almost a trillion dollars stashed away. So I think he feels like with his somewhat alliance with China and this, he can ride this thing for quite a while. The pipeline might hurt him a little bit at first, but the reality is, is he's, he's thinking long game. Indeed, Chad. And both, uh, first of all, Gerhard Schroeder is on the board of a Russian energy company. Like, how, how would you like to see Trump or Obama or Bush on the board of directors of some foreign company and then using their influence and connections with the U.S. government to try to steer things in that direction? It's like Hunter Biden, if Hunter Biden was a former chancellor, that kind of uh, situation there. And uh, so Germany is really invested in this. And you don't spend $15 billion on a pipeline and then expect to never use it. So my fear is, is that there'll be this, oh, no, we're, we're halting the paperwork. But, you know, three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, people in Germany say, well, it was really terrible what Putin did. But we really could use access to all that natural gas. So we're going to restart it, which is why, you know, Chad, I don't know about you, of all the times you hear about Andreas Malm and all these other eco extremists who want to blow up pipelines. Chad, where are they when we need them? I know, right? 
But that's like, that's where we are. I mean, we here in America would rather get rid of our energy independence and, and, and give it over to people who don't care about the environment and that we have to go pay money to, to then hate us, which is insane. And now the Ukrainians are looking at their world being basically somewhat crushed uh, and a game that's being played. And eventually one of the, it's the Italians, it's the, somebody's going to blink and give into them because it, it, we care about ourselves more more than anything else. And people are going to go, that's ah, the Ukrainians. They're kind of Russian anyways. I was going to say, yes, Europe, uh, in fact, quite a few you know, U.S. officials really want to stop Russia from going into Ukraine as long as it's cheap. Yeah. Once it gets expensive, well, all of a sudden it's going to be, you know, much more negotiable, unfortunately. Chad, it's enough to make you tear out your hair. Oh, my God, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and that with that awkward transition... When it comes to thinning hair, you no longer have to choose between natural remedies and those that work. There is a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions. Did you know there are five root causes of thinning hair? Nutrafol is the hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that may be impacting your hair. And Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. 21 potent natural ingredients support better sleep and less stress too. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three months and six months. And Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 top doctors. You too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code MARTINI to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code MARTINI. Let's go to a bad thing, though, and that is the Pooter. Listening to him speak over the last couple of days, Putin seems to be wanting to undo all the stuff that we did to get rid of the Cold War relations, all of the things that, that happened that led us through the Cold War to the end of it. It seems like he wants to go somewhat back to the way it was because, you know, well, because he's Putin and that's what he wants to do. This guy wrestles a bear and, you know, plays hockey at 70 and scores 50 goals against teams because they're terrified of him. If he wants to do it, he's going to do it. Chad, you put it well. In the previous martini, you mentioned that the uh, sanctions certainly don't seem to be uh, having any type of deterrent effect that we would like. I think at the end, Vladimir Putin is not a guy. First of all, he's certainly willing to let his people suffer economically in order to achieve his goals. That's been the state of autocrats and dictators for a long time now. And what's really kind of frustrating about this is in, for a long time, there's been this dispute about uh, who Putin is. He's a former KGB guy. And there's been, there are very few Americans, thankfully, who will argue that Putin is a good guy. But you have quite a few folks who will say, well, look, he, yes, he's autocratic. And yes, he uh, punishes dissidents and uses radiation to poison them and, and all that kind of stuff. But he's rational. He's uh, a realist. He's someone we can do business with. And yesterday's speech that he gave at the Kremlin, uh, he, you know, uh, one of my colleagues nicknamed it the Dr. Evil speech. It, it really was um, not only full of nonsensical claims, we've always respected uh, Ukraine and we've always tried to act in their best interest and all kinds of stuff like that. You could kind of tell how much he saw reabsorbing Ukraine or at least certain chunks of Ukrainian territory back into the Russian 
territory, to the Russian sphere of influence. Look, this is much bigger to him than money. He says, you know, Ukraine is not just a neighboring country for us. It is an inalienable part of our own history, culture, and spiritual space. These are our comrades, those dearest to us, not only colleagues, friends, and people who once lived together, but also relatives, people bound by blood, by family ties. And I, I, you can thank me for sparing you reading all that in a Russian accent. Um, Putin, I don't think in the end, this, I, don't, I don't think sanctions are going to deter this guy. I, I, this is a guy who really sees this as a matter of national honor. And, he, you know, look, it is, he's an evil man. He's crazy. He's, you know, he may seem utterly irrational to us, but everything makes sense to him. And to him, whatever economic punishment we can dole out is worth it. The only thing I think is going to you know, slow down a Russian offensive is a heavily armed Ukrainian defense. And we've been trying to take steps in that direction. But at this point, it's anybody's guess as to how well or how much the Ukrainians are going to be able to hold off the Russians. Yeah. And, you know, I look at this and again, when you put, you know, people ask me who's the richest person on earth. I say it, it is uh, Putin. Putin's got God knows how much. And apparently he's put $750 billion or so away as a stockpile. And there's that old saying attributed to Stalin or this, that, and the other. And you've talked about autocrats, dictators uh, to get what they want. They don't care. It's about getting what they want. And the death of one is a tragedy. The death of many is a statistic. And that's kind of the way he looks at this. He's, he's got a hypnotizing way of, of controlling his people and a fear there, but they kind of just let him be him. And I don't know how much he cares if they suffer because he's never going anywhere. He's entrenched himself to that nation. They can have vote all they want. He has some sort of king-like world that he lives in. So, you know, at this point in time, uh, you can sanction the hell out of him. And even going after the oligarchs, I don't think is going to have the same kind of effect that that people realize the big thing is will china back up because if china says hey she says this is starting to cut into my bottom line that's when i think there might be an issue yeah and there's been this really intriguing uh conflict there because you see uh russia saying that you know of course these parts that are illegally they're part of ukraine but they are heavily ethnically russian they speak russian language they are closely tied to us of course they should be allowed to break away and form their own countries and then russia uh, then china looks at that same description of taiwan and says oh no we're not on board with that no 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 <laughs> china likes the you know, china's attitude is it does not want to do anything that's seen as encouraging breakaway republics and stuff like that so it's kind of interesting to see that contradiction between the two of them that said both of these countries are heavily drawn towards uh, aggressive moves to absorb neighbors and to enforce their own will on what the Biden administration likes to call the rules-based international order. So a uh, lot of road ahead, and it looks like a very bumpy road. Yes, indeed. We'd probably take a little sleep if we could. <laughs> very Another excellent transition there, because, you know, who doesn't love a great deal? Because now when you look, click on the My Listeners page and enter the promo code MARTINI, over at MyPillow, there are more than 20 deals for you to choose from. Their current offers include MyPillows for as low as $19.98, the My Slippers at 50% off, the MyPillow towel sets at their lowest price ever, just $39.99, up to 60% off any of the Giza Dream Sheets with a price as low as $39.99, or a free book with the promo code MARTINI. You will find all of these offers and more at MyPillow.com. Click the radio listener square and use the promo code MARTINI at checkout. Or you can call 1-800-874-0104. Right now, every order using the promo code MARTINI will receive Mike Lindell's new book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO Free. 
MyPillow.com, promo code Martini, or you can call 1-800-874-0104. And don't forget that promo code Martini for your free book. All right. We've had the good. We've had the bad, Jim. Uh, Let's go to the crazy, but it's something that I think is good. And I think the world is waking up. The Olympics. Nobody watched. I am happy to say I watched zero of the Olympics. Not one time. I enjoy the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, eh. but I watched none of it and neither did anybody else. Yeah, the ratings were down 43 percent to from 2018 in in Pyongyang in, in South Korea. Um, the Pyongyang, not Pyongyang. Pyongyang is the North Korean capital, and that would be as, as bad as the Beijing uh, Olympics were. I think doing them in Pyongyang, North Korea, would be even worse. Uh, look, I, I say this with a certain amount of sadness. Uh, there are certain people who just don't like the Olympics in general and are happy to see the ratings go low. I look, I, I'm perfectly fine with once every four years getting really excited about downhill skiing and seeing if the guy comes down, or, or figure skating, or uh, curling, or or any of these sports. Um, I, I prefer to have an Olympics that we could all watch and enjoy and not feel like we were turning a blind eye to genocide or uh, the crackdown in Hong Kong or any other one of, of many human rights abuses being committed by the government in Beijing. I also think what's kind of intriguing is that by the end of the Olympics, NBC was putting their best spin on things. They certainly didn't spend a lot of time dwelling on the controversies of the host country. But there was kind of interesting towards the end, the debacle with the Russian 15-year-old skater who tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs and the question of would she be allowed to compete, would she not? Who who gets in, uh, the medals if they disqualify the Russian team? Mike Tirico, the most mild-mannered guy you'll ever meet, uh, called out and really denounced the International Olympic Committee for failing to deal with Russia's uh, you know, rule-breaking going back to the Sochi Games in 2014. So I think that was a signal from NBC to the International Olympic Committee. We are sick of this. You have nearly run the games into the ground by awarding them to these uh, country to these, you know, despotic countries, and by you know, turning a blind eye to repeated, repeated rule breaking by the Russian team. You know, Chad. Ordinarily, this would be the worst thing the Russian government's done in a week, but um, they're kind of they're kind of fill on that category this week, huh? Yeah, it's one of those things. I looked right at him, and told him, "Hold my beer." <laughs> Again, it's tough to watch. Used to be when I was a kid growing up. Some of this was we didn't travel as much. We didn't have YouTube and all these things. We didn't see these shows. We didn't see these nations. And it was a showcase of these countries because some of them were mysterious. And and you know, I mean, there was absolutely none of that because we already know who they are. What are they going to do? We're going to go to the Uyghur camps and check out what they're being done to them and their re-education and how they're building Nikes for everybody. There was none of that stuff. And rightly so. And I hope and I don't blame NBC because they go out and they bid for this thing several years ago. They don't know who's getting some of these games. And I think they're going to rethink this. And I think the American public also, they took a this was the hardest look they've taken at. Hey, you know what? Maybe, Jim, we could pay a little bit more to get our TV. We don't need a TV for a nickel. Maybe we could pay a dime for a TV and have it made somewhere where at least they treat their people somewhat like people, that might be something that we should all be looking at. And I think we need to look at ourselves, but NBC and the IOC, not only them, but FIFA and the World Cup, and again, another horrible nation is getting it this year that has horrible human rights violations, but the money is so big and people that work for these organizations, they like the fact that they can get tons of money put in their pockets, treated like stars, so they'll continue to award these things to awful nations when we stop watching, maybe they'll start learning. Yeah, you know, if there's some good news here, it's that uh, the next couple of games are scheduled to be in free countries. 
Paris has the Summer Games in 2024. Milan will be hosting the Winter Games in 2026. And right here in the United States, Los Angeles gets to enjoy hosting them in 2028. Be careful, traffic might be bad during those couple of weeks. Uh, also beyond that, Brisbane is getting 2032. I know it feels like it's really down the road. So we're not going to have this problem, thankfully, for the next few Olympic Games. But I hope the IOC is learning this painful lesson that no, you can't count on the Olympic Games to you know put bad regimes on better behavior. It doesn't placate them. It doesn't make them be nicer. They're utterly shameless. They don't care. And it just turns into a debacle for everyone involved. Absolutely. Always fun doing the show with you. I'll be here with you the rest of the week. Uh, Greg is enjoying some much needed time off. Uh, you can follow him right there for the Three Martini Lunch at Jim Garrity. All the old Twitter and stuff. Check it out National Review. Follow me at Chad Benson and my show, uh, Chad Benson Show Nationwide. Good to talk to you. And who knows what will happen tomorrow? We could be talking about a lot of different stuff, but probably not. <laughs> Looking forward to it, Chad. Have a good one, man. Hey, guys, it's Mock and Daisy from the Chicks on the Right, and we're excited to tell you about our podcast, the Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. If you've been stressed lately with the information overload on social media or just don't feel like anything in the news makes sense anymore, don't worry, because we're here to clear things up. Every week, we discuss topics like cancel culture, national crisis, what's happening to our new generations. And if you're just plain tired of people trying to tell you what to do or how to live your life, we tackle that, too. Find out more by going to our website, chicksontheright.com, or start listening on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and subscribe.